Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, Cox ATA, and RNA Sports proudly bring to you the 2019 reigning undisputed Tag Team Radio Champions, the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Why am I so loud? We are Nerd Thug Radio. Hey guys, can't I'm run a board apparently. Right, yeah, he's trying to fix it as we go. Our on the producers, fly. the worst. How many times a week you do this? You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You can find us at NerdThugRadio.com or interact with us at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Yeah. We're also on the Twitter at NerdThugRadio. We are. We're on the Twitter. I tweeted out. We're on bro. the Facebook. I tweeted out hard. Yeah? No, not really. I tweet all day. First episode of 2019. What are we on? 192? 192. Oh, my goodness. 192. Is this still projecting to be in February? Yeah. Is that correct? Sometime I don't know. Maybe. February. We're, we're contemplating this okay. big new uh, okay. this big new rebranding, so it might get pushed back. Who knows? Oh, that's true. Yeah. If that happens, it'll be uh, a lot farther than February. Foreshadowing. Ooh. Cliffhangers. Now I'm confused. So uh, how are you guys um, New Year's resolutions going so far? We're like four days in. I uh, still haven't cut my hair. Awesome. Haven't okay. sold anything yet, though. <laughs> oh. And what was the other one? I paid for school. So. Hey, Yay. F5. That's an Air 5. Corey, what about you? Um, What were my things? Oh, I've been keeping track of my food, so I'm doing good Excellent. there. Excellent. Uh, if you've been following us at all, you see that I've been doing my blogging, yeah, been my blogging social every media day. and all that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good so far. I don't think I've done any of my stuff yet. <laughs> I'm proud. Well, listen, I think when they talk about resolutions, it's like it's, it's like one out of thing. ten keep them. Like, so I'll just start on February 1st and let January be a trial month. There you go. There you um, go. I had, so New Year's Day, so one of the things I wanted to eat a little healthier, uh, which is staying away from the Chinese food. You, d- so, you uh, did send me an, an inspirational I text did. today. So Monday, or Tuesday was the, f- the first. I had my first and last Chinese meal of the month of January. <laughs> I was at the mall shopping, so I was like, you know what? This is going to be my one time, one and done here. No I love, more for the I rest of the month. I love fake Chinese food. Oh, it's so good. Mall Chinese food is the best Chinese and food. So I was back at the mall today on my lunch break looking oh, for man. some stuff. You dangerous man. I, I fought the temptation. I didn't do it. I'm proud of you. Didn't good do job. it. I'm proud of you. Uh, haven't read Great. at night at all yet. Well, um, for you know, when you mentioned that, I was kind of like, well... Who's going to teach him to read? Well, so, I mean, until you learn to read, you can't read at night. Well, Tuesday night, uh, instead of reading, we watched um, Infinity War, which... On the Netflix? Oh, God, that movie's so good. It really is. Exciting. Um, and then Wednesday and Thursday, we started a new uh, a new series that we've, you know, family thing. We're all watching The Twilight. So, we're like three movies in. Movie. That sounds that sounds terrible. Movie marathoning. That's pretty good. Reason number seven hundred and ninety two not to have children. It's pretty good. You I have like to it. watch the Twilight series. I like, Except I like you don't just just <laughs> Well you it. you do though. Like you don't get to be the jerk dad who's like, No, I'm they're, not watching they're Twilight. In, they're into it, man, like the whole time. And even young Willie Savage is asking questions. Well yeah, he's seven. He's he doesn't like, know good movie if it's yeah. sat on I'm him. Like are you team Jacob or are you team Edward? He's like, well, my spirit animal is a werewolf, so I think I'm Team Jacob. That's fair, man. Say, well, they're not s- real werewolves, guys. <laughs> my my spirit turned into whole wolves. That's yeah. not what a werewolf is. Yeah, they're, bit, they're wolves. <laughs> He's like, but my spirit so animal is Barry Bonds. They're just wolves. They're just shapeshifters. Sha- they are shapeshifters. That's fair. They're like lazy shapeshifters. Right. They're like, I'll just be a whole wolf. Hey, Barry Bonds can't be your spirit animal. He is. You have to stop telling people that. He is my spirit animal. A, he's still alive. So? And B, he was kind of a jerk. He Exactly why he's my spirit animal. He's but, channeling um, his energies. The <laughs> funny part is, so we read that list, I mean, it's a couple months back, of like, you know that list we were reading where it was like best-selling books or something of oh, all time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when Stephanie Meyer, who wrote these books, when she when these came out, they were like selling like hotcakes, man. They were. They were. Um, I think they were like the number one selling book for like four years in a row or something. Yeah. Well, each time one of them came out, it, it, would, it yeah. would hit the list immediately. So now because they sold so many of them back then, if you want to read them now, you can go to any Goodwill or yeah. Half Price Books and get them for like 50 cents. Yeah, they're like a dollar at a Half Price Bookstore for like the hardcover original the hard edition. Cover, yeah. That's uh, pretty great. But man, that acting's so bad. Yeah. It's so yeah. awful. It's And that Bella is such a B word. Um... I don't. Can, can I say that? Can I don't I have say a B word. Yeah, I don't okay. have a comment though because I don't know who Bella is. That's the main character. That's the female. 
it's uh, what's her name? So Kristen Stewart. Yeah, Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Plays Kristen Stewart as Kristen Stewart. That is exactly correct. Okay. Um, Kristen Stewart plays Kristen Stewart. She seems a lot happier now these days. Now that she's come out and like yeah. is living her own life or whatever. But she plays the same character in every movie. Well, most of them do. One of my favorite movies, uh, like not have to think movies, is that movie Adventureland. Okay. With okay. her and um, it's like a coming of age story. Yeah, and she's the same character from Twilight. Just it's you know, it's like Anna Kendrick, except Anna Kendrick's more like, right like positive it, and more fun. Anna Kendrick looks more fun to be around, but she is the same in all of her roles. That's she's in Twilight too. Blake Lively, for the most part, is the same in her movie roles. She's not in Twilight. Um. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard is in Twilight. Bryce Dallas Howard was in a lot of things when yeah. she was trying to make her day. Like I mean, her dad is her dad. Her dad's her. D- is that final answer? Yeah. Her dad's her dad. I mean, her dad is her he's dad. A, he's a big. Her deal. Her dad is Ron Howard. He's is a that, big deal. He is a big deal. He shouldn't have to be like hustling around. Um, I wanted to say a different word, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I didn't do it. That's all right. I, I cursed on ball control yesterday. Did yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. I made Nico do some work when, oh, when he man. left. I w- it was funny because he was like, well, we're just going to have to cut that out. Yeah, I was like, well, you're just going to have to edit that. And then I a, kept right on going. Put a chime in that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't – I don't understand the point of I, – I think the reason Bryce Dallas Howard kind of took the long road is she wanted to be like, I'm my own person, which, you know, That's good a for fair, her. That's a fair thing to do. But most of the time when people do that, they do a name change. Like Nick Cage didn't stick with Nick Coppola. Because he right. wanted people to to not know that he was the was he the son or the nephew or he was just related to him somehow. Francis cousin, Coppola, he's a like, cousin, I think. He's, yeah, he's a cousin. But he didn't want people to be like, "Oh, you're, you're a, a Coppola, Coppola, so let me cast you." His life probably would have been way better if they knew he was a Coppola. I don't know, like I, you don't. Okay, remember I told you I watched that Nick Cage documentary. Yeah, a whole Nick Cage documentary. It was an hour long thing about how he blows all his money. That but makes so, sense. That sounds amazing. But the first third of it. All they talk about is how great he was as an actor in the beginning. And you talk about like his Oscar nominations, yeah. his Oscar win. And then as soon as he won the Oscar, um, his asking price got up to $20 million a movie. And he spent about four years where he just, I mean, that's to him. I think that was just too much money to say no to. Right. So he just did like a series of, of dumb movies, mediocre movie like choices. National Treasure. I, I love National Treasure. I love both of the National Treasures. You would. Con Air. Uh, I mean, there was one. just, was it's just, like a se- they're just a bunch of B movies though, right? Sonny. That's my favorite Nick Cage movie. Uh, that's the, is that the new one? No, that's an old one. Okay. So Sonny is his first, uh, directorial debut. Oh, where okay. it, uh, stars a young James Franco who is a gigolo in Louisiana. Yeah. I remember you telling uh, me about that. That's so right. good. Um, my first experience with James. So Franco. then he tried to kind of regain his credibility because a couple of actors actually criticized him for basically just not saying no. And he I got mouse to feed and islands to pay. Right, yeah. right. I got T Rex skulls to buy. Duh. Um, and so I he can't steal it. It's real life. That's when he did like uh, adaptation where he plays the twins and stuff like that. He was trying to get back to credible roles, but then the IRS and his ex wife came a calling, and it was over with. Yeah, basically he, he lost out on the Superman role. Well, no, he got paid uh, really great. He got paid ten million dollars just to do that. Yeah, just to sign. Wow. For it. So there was. Warner Brothers was having trouble getting the movie off the ground, and his agent basically told him, don't do it. And Nick was like, well, I really want to be Superman, so figure it out. So the agent basically, and once his agent did it, above a couple other actors got the same thing. Make or no make, this guy gets his salary the second he signs on the dotted line. Oh, boy. And so the studio was like, well, we're definitely going to make a Superman movie. So, yeah, $10 million, no big deal. And then they, and then did they didn't make it. And Woo. then they didn't. Um, and so Nick Cage got his cash. That movie was actually something like seventy million in the hole before they ever even finished building a cast and uh, writing a script. That's uh, terrible. Right. Speaking of good movies, I think Infinity War might be the greatest comic book movie ever. I'm so I'm so curious how Endgame yeah, is going to go. Um, it is such a great movie because you're right. Endgame does a great job of like setting this one up. Yeah, Infinity War sets up Endgame. Yeah, sorry, so sorry. good. Like, I'm so pumped to see what happens in Captain Marvel and then to see Endgame. Like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, so going into Infinity War, kind of had an idea because. Yeah, he's going to get the gauntlet. We've all read the story. But I thought he would fix it. Once they announced that the movies were separate, I thought that the conclusion would be a little bit more. I didn't expect um, as many people to get snapped out of existence. I. 
I I don't know what I thought about that. Like I thought I I knew people would die, but I also thought they would fix it by the end of the movie. And they did it. And they did it. And, and then you like, Ant Man and Wasp came out, and then you saw like the end credits for that. Yeah. You're like, what is going on? Th- then at that point, you're like, that's bad. That's <sighs> anything bad. is open. But like if if you look at it. I mean, at first it was like, well, they only killed like the new characters. <laughs> they but, did only right. kill the new characters, but right. they left Nebula. They left uh, Rocket. Um, yeah, they, they left. They, a even, weird they even got rid of. Uh, there's one Guardian of the Galaxy. Yeah, now. there's one left. <laughs> uh, they did get rid of um, Nick Fury and um, Maria Hill. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty interesting. So there's a rumor running around. I know we're up against it here. Uh, yeah, about a minute and a half. There's a rumor running around that Hugh Jackman, for some reason, is listed. It's going to be like in he's, the end credit scene. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's just the end credits, but apparently he's listed in the casting for Avengers. If you do any kind of googling of Hugh Jackman and Avengers Endgame, it comes up that he's in the movie somehow. Well, and he did so, say he wouldn't come back as Wolverine unless they were all together. Well, he did, he did but <laughs> then he also started once Ryan Reynolds made a hundred million dollars on Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds was like, "Don't you want to do an X Force movie?" And he's like, "Honestly, I don't want to get back in shape to be Wolverine." Yeah, that's pretty. That's hard. what he said. Just uh, wear the leather jacket the whole time. The whole time, <laughs> right? Yeah. So <laughs> CGI now, it, man. So now people are saying um, that Nick Fury and Maria Hill were on their way to meet Wolverine. Wolverine that day. The only thing is, like, they haven't officially gotten all of the stuff so you think maybe they've got like two separate like versions of it if i'm marvel i've got so many options right now like film and if everything comes through yeah if the votes are good and the movie debuts what may last weekend of april april okay last so i've got four months to get it ironed out where yes yes all right we can use the film (laughs) and then if like at the last minute they go no i've got four other endings i can put on there Changes they, everything, <laughs> right? They could be go visiting. Uh, they could go visit uh, Michael Keaton in jail. Maybe you they know? were going and just to tie in Spider Man better. Going to find Hawkeye, right? I mean, like, there's a whole bunch of there's a whole the Archer. There's a whole bunch of other things you could do at that point. There could, but we got one thing we got to do right now. And that's jump out to a break. Oh, so we come back. We're gonna talk some nerd thug radio stuff. Go nowhere. Talk about our friends R&A Sports. So, oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe. They're at 3501 North Fraser Street. North Fraser. Also 35. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible sports-wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at R&A Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a 20% off a ticketed item. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yay! I'm the Captain Joey Savage. I'm Corey DLG. I'm Ned. Before we jump into our next hot topic, let's talk about our friend Rich over at RNA Sports. That's you, Corey. Q. Oh, you didn't. Q, you Corey. Didn't, you, you didn't say Corey, do you? Q, wanna, Corey. So is that. Uh, oh, Nico do gave I. gave you the finger. Do I. Nico needs to not point. Q, Corey. I will rude. point at you this whole episode. That's <laughs> so rude. Uh, so anyway, 3501 North Frazier is where our boy Rich is at RNA Sports. Uh, they have all kinds of great sports memorabilia. He he's had all kinds of great people there. Uh, they just announced somebody for Saturday. Who am Ron I? Ron Simmons. Is that right? Ron Simmons. I don't want to agree to that. I think that's damn. Right. Oh yeah, it is. It's the wrestler. Um, Ron Simmons. Farouk. Farouk. That's every Once time. Once leader of the Nation of Domination. And then he was in uh, the the and acolytes. He was in the ministry as the acolytes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be Saturday, January 12th he at 1 p.m. He was NWA heavyweight champion. Was he really? Yeah, at one point. Late 80s, early 90s. And then he was like a bit player in the WWE. Yeah. Like, that's a... Well, uh, anyway. I mean, he was a big deal when he first came. I mean, he was the leader of like... The nation. We are the nation. A domination. Yeah, I mean, that was a big faction back then. That's true. So, if you go to RNA Sports at 3501 North Frazier, Saturday at 1 p.m., Saturday, January 12th, next Saturday, Woo. not this Saturday, when you go... He'll be there. You can talk to him about it. 
And I'm sure he'll have some cool little anecdotes and stories because everybody who's been there at RNA Sports has been great to hang out with and talk to. Yes, they have been. Uh, Nico and I were there for, what, like two hours with Rudy T? Yeah. And Just hanging name out. dropping. He never once stopped kind of like talking and telling stories and not like in a weird aggressive way, but like in a really fun grandpa at the campfire kind of way, having a beer. Like it was really cool stuff. Um, so I really recommend you go to RNA Sports. If you can't get out there next Saturday at 1 p.m., then what you need to do is follow them on Facebook because Rich is great about going places, getting signatures, bringing them back, bringing sports to Conroe, bringing Bring the sports them. legends to Conroe. So he's gonna he's gonna find the people that you want to see, and if there's somebody you want to see, let him know, and I'm sure he'll let you know how possible it is for him to get make it happen. He went all the way to Chicago to track down Alex Bregman to get a bunch of stuff signed earlier this year. He could have just gone to last year Houston. Yeah, he, I know. Did he not know where Minute Maid Park was? No. Anyway, that's Rich at RNA Sports right there at 3501 North Fraser. Make sure you like him and follow him on Facebook because that's where all the magic happens. It is where the magic happens. Ow! Sports-wise. Uh, yeah, man, the Rudy T thing was really cool. He told a story about um, when he was – he the ABA was still a thing. Okay. When he was a rookie, and so essentially the ABA and the NBA both wanted Rudy T in their draft. So he was being recruited by both. Ooh. And this is kind of a, it was a little shady, right? The story right, he told? Yeah. The, the ABA basically said, listen, we'll sign you to a million-dollar contract, and uh, you can pick the team and where you want. Like, if you want to be number one overall and what team drafts you, we'll do it. <laughs> um, that's that's not what you want to hear. Like on the outside looking in, forty oh, years later, what you want to hear. That's definitely the ABA was was a little bit, but they were competing at that time. Like right, they were right. literally actively recruiting the same uh, people. And he um he had wisely hired an agent who wasn't a sports agent. He hired like someone from the family who was a lawyer. And the guy said, "I tell you what, we've heard some things about y'all being like low on cash. So if you can give us what was it." He didn't even want the million dollars. He said, if you can give us $100,000 in cash within the next six days. We'll do it. We'll sign with you, and you can put us wherever you need to put us. And that didn't happen. They couldn't uh, come, they couldn't they come like, up with the cash. Uh, <laughs> they said, don't you want to sign a million-dollar contract? And he goes, you don't have the cash, do you? You don't have the cash to do that. Uh, no. So the answer is no. So the answer is no. But it was a fascinating story. I mean, Rudy, he was there the whole time telling stories. You should, if you can get out there next Saturday to RNA Sports, I recommend it. Go see Ron Simmons. Um, so I guess we kind of have to do this. Oh, oh um, we okay. live in this great, uh, greater Houston area. So probably like the biggest Houston thing that ever happens every year is the rodeo. That's right? true. Yeah. Houston rodeo. That's the biggest thing. Uh, and so yesterday they announced the Houston rodeo lineup. You know, what's interesting. Have you seen it? I somehow saw a preview about a week and a half ago. Not even through the channels you would think like, cause my family does all the rodeo stuff. Right. But someone had leaked on Reddit. Uh, yeah, the rodeo lineup. And I, there was like five different leaks with five different people on like yeah, there five was, different lineups. There were some lineup. There were some differences, but the big things, Kings of Leon and Cardi B <sighs> and a couple of those other ones were on I'm both. So excited. Uh and so like I'm a little intrigued who leaked because the one yeah. I saw wound up being about eighty percent accurate. So that's pretty impressive. So do you want me to just run on the list and then you can give me your, your hot take? Yeah, yeah. All right, ready? Okay. So opening the show, Casey Musgraves. I mean, I know she's a big deal in country music. Right. I don't know enough about her. Me either. Prince Royce? Uh, that's a pop. He's a pop music guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know him. enough. Nothing. Uh, Brooks and Dunn. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Cause I thought they broke up. Boot scooting boogie. boogie. But didn't they like? I think they did. But uh, they're they're they've been away long enough that the tax man's probably calling for some money. <laughs> Fair and enough. Then, uh, Luke Bryan, big country name. That's a big country name. Uh, then Cardi B, as you mentioned, that sh- and you know what's Cardi B's on a Friday night. Yeah, that's on purpose. Yeah. That's on it's so, gonna be insane. So I want to say this about the rodeo. That's gonna be insane. They do one of the best jobs I've ever seen ever of getting big name talent at a, at exactly the rise to come in. Maroon Five came in two years in a row. Kid Rock came in two years in a row. Um but th- but they were coming in on ups. Yeah, on the like up, on up big ups. ups um in their careers, big moments. Uh Pitbull. What female Rap R&B artist is bigger than Cardi B right now. Zero. Nicki Minaj. And, no, and, but not even at this point. And I think Nicki Minaj has played the rodeo before. Yeah. I mean, who's bigger than Cardi B? Right now, uh, right now, this instant, nobody but over-rap Nicki Minaj. Uh, the Turnpike Troubadours? I, uh, I, I, I know of them. But they're like the Saturday afternoon. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then Panic at the Disco? Seriously. Sunday uh, afternoon. Brandon Uribe has got one of the, is that is, is that's is yeah. the right name way to say that? I think so. He's got one of the biggest set of pipes since Freddie Mercury. Like I'm all about it. 
Um, so after that's Old Dominion. Could care less. Yeah, another country. Right? Um, and then let me show her go the right way. Okay, uh, Camila Cabello. I bet. Nico that's that's uh, no no that's the one who did the Havana song. Yeah, she's that's another good. on the rise pop yeah, star. Yeah, she's pretty good. You listen to her, don't you? No, Havana. He does. Uh, Luke, the first time I saw her was that New Year's thing she did. Luke Combs. He's like that's a, another yeah yeah. Uh, Tim McGraw. It's pretty big. That's a big deal. Right. Uh, Zed. Uh, he's the EDM guy this yeah, year. Yeah. Zed. Uh, Kane Brown, I think, is another uh, like young country guy or whatever. And then probably the best get on the whole bill. Yeah. Ready. Yeah, Los Tigres del Norte. Oh, that's not. What that's pretty big. Yeah, I th- that's not where I thought. Pretty you were going big. With that. I thought pretty you were going big. Somewhere else with that. Uh, Zach Brown band. They're, I mean, that's a big huge. deal. But they're they, huge. you know, what's weird is they don't do very good at the road. The last couple of years, they're not a big arena type band. I don't think. Yeah, I feel like I like. I love Zach Brown band. Um, but like when they play like the smaller country places, it's a lot more fun to go to those shows. Oh, most death. Uh, Kings of Leon. I'm super yeah, stoked bro, about that. That's I am so stoked. So there was a moment a few years ago where it really looked like Kings of Leon was done. Yeah. Uh, if you remember, because lead singer is a straight up alcoholic and a straight up terrible person to be around. Right. If you remember that documentary, um, so there was an article that came out about a month before the documentary, and a Rolling Stones writer had basically toured with the band for like three weeks, <laughs> and he came home like I can't. Do I don't understand anymore. how they even functioned. This is before the break. And they're all even. family. Yeah. Three brothers, one cousin. Yeah, so these guys all grew up together, and the lead singer... They all sing in church together. They all... So so after every show, though, they would party out and drink, basically. Every every day, we stray further away from God. Right. (laughs) So they, like, they partied out, like, gallons and gallons of whiskey, and then the nights were ending in arguments and threatened knife fights while the Rolling Stone writer was there. Nice. Pretty Um, great. Pretty great stuff. So then about a month and a half later, the documentary guy goes out there, and then when that documentary comes out is right after they announce that they're going on hiatus, and the documentary, when you watch it, you feel bad for them because I've never seen people so close to making it be such a mess. And uh, they're back, and the last two albums have been really good. Amazing. Um, I'm excited for them, man. This is where it starts to really like heat up. I think like the the big names. Here we go. Yeah, because they usually finish real strong. Uh, Santana, he's a big guy name. Chris Stapleton might be one of the biggest names in country music. And then this guy, who's next? Who, if you know anything about like Texas country, okay, might be the biggest Texas country star there is right now. Cody Johnson. Yeah, that's, Kojo. Yeah, like, did you just go Kojo? I went Kojo. That's okay. what they call him. They call him Kojo. They call him the Kojo. They call him the Kojo. <laughs> that's huge. Like, that's a big get. That guy. That that. that is going to sell out in a heartbeat. All of these will. Um, and then you've got Brad Paisley. That's another big deal. And then on, I guess on the 17th, which is a Sunday, they've got three people listed all on that day. Who do they have? George Strait. Wow. Lyle Lovett. Okay. And Robert Earl King. All listed on the 17th. So are they going to do like some sort of weird like... Because uh, you know the Sunday show is like starts the in the fina- afternoon. Yeah. Like, are they gonna do like a horseman's type thing where they just kind of play out together and play a I bunch guess. of old songs? That'd be that would, that would be, be dope. Baller. I would want to be there for that. I mean, last year they had Garth Brooks open and close, and this year they bring in George. It's like, all right, Garth, you're not gonna outdo me. I'm bringing friends. I'm bringing buddies. <laughs> you got friends in low places. I'll bring my friends in low well, places. Lyle Lovett is probably. And this is a weird thing to say. Cause we just went through a whole list of people that are a big deal. Lyle Lovett is one of the most important Texas musicians ever. Like, you don't realize it, but he wrote so much and he did so much. Wasn't he married to Julia Roberts, He was. (laughs) That guy. I mean. (laughs) What better could life be for him? Uh, I, I mean, he, I guess he could still be married to her. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nah, I had that. Now I'm done. Right. On, on to the next one. On to the next one. On to. I just think That's it's a big lineup. I, it's a huge. I lineup. haven't been so excited for a full lineup in a long time. For a full lineup, I, I'm with you. This is probably the best I even full went, lineup. I don't think I even went last year. I went to Garth Brooks because last, last year I don't remember if I even went. The year before we went to. Um, the Chainsmokers were there. We went to like three or four shows that that time. Uh, Blink One Eighty Two. We did go to that one. Yeah, that, that was, was really fun. God, Allie would not stop complaining. That's not really Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, that's not Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> it's Blink One Eighty Two enough. It's Blink One Eighty One. Or is it Blink One Eighty Three? Wink Two Eight One. There you go. Wink Two Eight One. Three Three O Eight Zero Zero Four. Nice. Like that? I do. I flip that back to the Mike Jones. But I'm I'm definitely pumped. Uh, I think Cardi B is a massive guy. Oh, that is huge. I'm curious. Well, Tim McGraw and George Strait. Right. Right. Tim McGraw and George Strait. So when and Brad Paisley. So let me give you a little insight. And baseball, Chris Stapleton. As we're trying to, and Zach Brown Band. You're killing me. 
uh, when Pitbull was going to do it, the rodeo asked to see his whole. They almost never do that. They asked to see his whole performance in advance, so they could make changes to it. Oh, and okay. what they wound up doing was they asked him, you know, obviously no, no cursing, uh, and then they had him adjust his dancers' uh, costumes Ooh. to less nulgas, if you know what that means. I do. And um, I'm curious what they'll do with Cardi B. I'm curious how that'll go. Oh man, yeah. Have you seen her last video? Yeah. Oh, boy. I saw it on the internet. That's where I had to see it. Yeah. (laughs) All right, we'll jump out to a break. When we come back, we'll talk some nerdy stuff. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. You listen to us on Cardinals FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And the podcast version that drops today, or if you're listening to it, hopefully you're listening at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Satchel, or uh, Spotify. Oh, Spotify. That's a big one. Spotify. Oh, Spotify. Before we jump on to what happened to us on our New Year's Day, let's talk about my friend, the Nerd Ninja, over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Okay. Uh, he's got two convenient locations as the leader in North Houston of ATA Martial Arts. There's one in Connor, one in Magnolia. Uh, they teach self-defense classes. They teach uh, weapons classes. They've got this, like, extreme class that, like, incorporates gymnastics. Extreme. extreme. Uh, they got Tai Chi. They've got um, adult self-defense classes. They do bullying seminars. They, they do, teach you how to bully? They teach you how to... Uh, how to uh, handle a bully. Oh. They teach you what to do in an active shooting. You could shooting. bully people with these skills, though. <laughs> they teach you, you how to respond in an active shooting situation. They do all kinds of stuff. That's a lot they of preparation. They have real-world applications. That's interesting. Uh, whether you're 3 or you're 93, go see my friend the Nerd Ninja, and he will hook you up. Uh. If you mention Nerd Dug Radio to him or any of the staff, they'll give you two free weeks of training. That's a lot. That is a lot. You could die in two weeks. What? You well, can live in two weeks. Why would you threaten me with that? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to hit you with that extreme training. <laughs> extreme! <laughs> what kind of weird death tape is this? Because here at Cox ATA, we teach life skills, we build leaders, and we leave a legacy. All right, on to the next one. What is that? The ring? You will die in, in seven, three days. Seven, seven days. days? It's a week. They give so, you a long time. <laughs> so the ring Blu-ray extra edition is you get two weeks. <laughs> oh, the HD edition? HD edition. The HD. HD. Uh, so you guys do anything exciting on um, New Year's Day uh, or I, New Year's Eve? I, I did. I had probably the best nap. On New Year's Day? Of this New Year's of Eve. The, this side of the this, Oh, yeah. okay. I, I probably, it was it was perhaps my best, it was my masterpiece, my Mona Lisa. Your Mona Lisa of naps. Your magnum opus. It was my magnum opus of 2018. Oh, it was okay. a solid two and a half hours, but it was probably the most beautiful two and a half hour nap oh, I've ever taken. The greatest thing ever. Um, it woke up, though, to an emergency. Oh, what was the emergency? Um, the toilet had overflowed downstairs. Again? Again. And we, uh, so... Is that where the dog's gone? That, Did it drown? No. Uh, no. Uh, we, uh, we were sitting there, and, uh, I was, I was napping, and Stephanie actually, my roommate was going to go out, and she comes downstairs, and she goes, Corey, and I wake up, and she's like, there's water everywhere, and I was like, I didn't, well, there is, there is water everywhere. Oh no! And essentially, the the access line to the house got blocked, so water couldn't drain at all. Uh. So after I, and I did, I, I started to suspect it because she had showered and was doing other stuff upstairs with water. So I cleaned everything up, put it in the washing machine. As I'm running the washing machine, when it drains the gray water, like the soapy water, it overflows again and over here. Like, you know, I'm just gonna and go I was sleep. like, "Come on, I'm just gonna take a nap. I so don't want to deal with this." I built a little water dam with like wet towels to keep it in the bathroom that yeah. time, and. uh 
And you said, I'm going to take a nap. See yeah. what happens. Yeah, well, that was what I woke up to from the nap. And then it was flooded. It took, it took because uh, New Year's Eve, obviously, or New Year's Day, no one's coming out. No. So it was it was the second when we finally got a guy oh out to boy. fix it. It oh. was the morning of the second. But oh, boy. We did spend a day. A whole day. Nico, oh. what about you? I saw Bumblebee. How was it? Was it, it was the best good. Transformer movie they've made? Yes. Easily. It's because John Cena was in it. Yeah, definitely. Can you see him in it? Yeah, he was there. Oh, okay. oh that's weird because, like, typically you can't see, see him. him. Yeah. yeah, but he's not John Cena. He's some other guy. Did you? <laughs> oh, watch that's a good <laughs> point. Did you watch the after credit scene? Uh, yes. Ooh, was it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. Okay, don't talk about it anymore. I want to see it still. It's uh, it's a it's the best one. I th- I find it very interesting. You had to know it was doing well because on Raw on SmackDown this week. John Cena comes back. By the way, he still has a terrible haircut. Yeah, he does. They need to whatever's going on in China with that movie. They need to wrap it up so he can cut his hair. <laughs> cut that, his hair up. How often do I comment on a man's haircut? Like it looks real <laughs> stupid. It looks real stupid. Uh, but so he got to brag on SmackDown about. Uh, I think it's it's certified fresh. Like yeah, ninety four percent certified fresh. That's I, pretty good. That if you had good. if you had asked me, will there ever be a Transformers movie with a good review? I would have said no, no. never. Even though so, they're the greatest movies ever. They're really not, but... They make tons of money, right, they Nico? Do, they do make tons of money. Yeah, they just make boatloads of money. That's why, there's, that's why there's six of them. That's fine. Well, <laughs> so right. do the Saw films, but none of us are ever tripping over ourselves to call those things I don't good. think Saw makes nearly as much as... Uh, they're just really Actually, they're cheap to make. That's margins why. of profit? They probably make more than the Transformers? About, I don't care about margins of profit. I want to know total boatloads of cash. I mean, which makes more? Eight hundred million sounds like a lot, but if you spend five hundred million to make it, it's you not make three hundred million. Yeah, but I mean, if you but if but if I can make four hundred million and only spend twenty, they don't make that's four, a they better. don't make four hundred million. Those yeah. they don't. I I can almost guarantee you one of those Saw films has not made that much money. Go international and domestic. I bet it has. Hasn't made that much money. Oh, I I'm bet. gonna check it in the break. Okay, just to prove you wrong. I'm gonna how do you? I'm gonna look that up right now. So um, we did our annual uh, New Year's Day shopping. Um, you at, like at the, to do at the that, Dillard's. You, you do that. All the clearance stuff is a half off. So we found this uh, new couch. Actually, it's a whole living room set that uh, we wanted to purchase. This living room set is originally twenty one hundred dollars. Twenty one fifty is how much this thing was, right? Okay. On okay. January first, you could purchase it for five hundred and fifteen dollars. So there's loads and crowds of people outside of the doors waiting to get in. So it opens at nine. And uh, we arrived at 7.45, so we waited in line for an hour and 15. It's on the third floor of the Dillard's we were at. Okay. Me and Sadie Savage made it up to the third floor in under a minute. Incredible. <laughs> under a minute, we made it up to the third floor. How did you manage that? We flew. Uh, yeah, I bet. Like, we were running up the escalator. like Turbo like, speed. Because yeah, you got to get that sticker first. You get that sticker. We get all the way up there, and the sales guy had already pulled the sticker to save it for us. That's a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't have to fight for it. But, like, we were there from 9, and uh, Allie Savage and uh, her mom bought a bunch of stuff, too. And they were literally standing in line for three and a half hours. Oh. Just to pay? Just to pay. Three and uh, a half hours. Yeah, because, like, the system would crash, and they had to reboot it because there's oh. so many people on it. This lady passed out in line, so that delayed us even more. But this, like, older lady was there, and she was in line, and she's diabetic. And she's like, I just didn't eat today. You moron, you're diabetic. Like, eat. <laughs> Bring your snacks with you. Yeah. Why wouldn't you eat? Bring a that? fruit roll-up. What's happening? Right, something. Did you find it yet? Uh, I, it only shows they're domestic on IMDb, so I'm trying to find. But just domestically, Saw 2, it cost them, uh, it cost them $10 million to make, and it did $58 million Oh, it's nowhere near $400 million. Right, but that's just domestic. Again, it, it, didn't make, it didn't make 150 million worldwide. China's the one that loves these Transformers movies. Uh, yeah, make a billion dollars with their non-distinct gray robots. I mean, I can see what you say. Like, budget for the first Saw movie was 1.2, and it made 103 million. Yeah, like I mean, okay, so you made you 98 million. Yeah. Or you can make three hundred million. Yeah, but you made ninety eight right. million, and all you did was write a check for for two million dollars, and you like you wrote a check for three hundred million, and <laughs> you made four hundred million. So right. who made more money? But if I right. give you, who made more boatloads? But of if cash? I give you two million dollars and I wait a year, and you hand me a hundred million, that's a good deal. If I give you three hundred million and you I have to wait a whole year to get six hundred million, uh, you said five hundred million a second. That's ago. even better. But I'm a lot more nervous all year. I'm checking all my money every you're year. You're not hey, nervous my... if your name's Michael Bay. Well, yeah, because you're just blowing up you're stuff. Michael all day. Bay, you blow up three hundred million dollars. Michael, a day. freaking Bay makes Mark Wahlberg make money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he makes Mark. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg make money. And now he made John Cena even more money. Right. And what's the little girl's name? 
Haley Satfield or something. Uh, like? yeah. Uh, Haley. She was in uh, Spider Verse, right? Two and three. She was Spider Verse, and she's the voice of Gwen. Yeah. So, yeah. What kind oh, of, that's why she sounded so. Familiar. What kind of December did she have? A great one. A she, she was in really. One. She was in pretty good movies. Okay, so by '09, and I think this film started in O. Okay, from '04 to '09, and there were still two more movies after that. They had already made one billion dollars from box office and retail sales. Who's this? Saw the Saw franchise. Oh, that's great. One the films have cr- that. Okay, but again, <laughs> there's six if, of them. But if I have to spend four hundred million to make a billion, or if I have to spend sixty million to make a billion, no, you'd make four hundred million to s- to make six billion. Right? Yeah, <laughs> they all do a billion. billion yeah. They all no. do a billion each. Okay, but they don't each or cost more. But the Transformers budget is a hundred million dollars. No, it's yeah. more. But you're gonna it's make three hundred million. Okay, look, you want to play the big boys? You make more money. I don't know. You can go sit down and play one, two, no limit, hold them, and you could probably make a couple hundred bucks. But if you sit down on that two five game. You can make like seven, eight hundred so bucks. Just so I'm clear, if you was were the film producer, right, and somebody came to you, you had two meetings in one day. One one meeting is listen, I need three hundred million dollars of your money. Okay, uh, I do think I can give you back probably about eight hundred million. Okay, when so it's all said and done, so I can make five hundred million dollars. But it's gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need about a year and a half. Cause it's a lot of special effects. Okay, it's gonna be a long time. Okay, another guy walks in and he goes, bro, if you give me fifty million dollars. This year, I'll hand you a check for seventy million, and then over the next se- over the next seven years, you'll make a billion dollars. But I'll make a billion dollars in two years on the other deal. But it's a much larger so two, check. It's two years instead I've, of seven. I'm writing sixty million, and I'm taking the whole. How much franchise. money do I have? Whose money do I got? Do I got LeBron money? Let's say you have. Let's say you have four hundred million. So three hundred million is a huge hit to you, but the sixty million you could probably. Like if you wrote yeah, the sixty these million, people, in it. these people that are investing in this Transformers movie, they don't have just four hundred million. That's all they got. They got that LeBron James money. They got that Jay Z money. They got the Jay Z money. Got that Donald Trump money. Well, first of all, it's the studios. And the studios they they still take hits on that stuff. If if one of these things tanks, they oh, it's like a mortal, it's a big deal. That that uh, Mortal Engines, Mortal yeah. Engines like oh, that, collapse. That tanks huge. And that hurt. And, the, and now that it's like one hundred and fifty million dollars, and it made like ten million. And oh. now some of these studios are publicly traded. So like. Y- People lose people lose jobs over that stuff. Oh right? yeah, they do for show. Um, but not with Transformers. No, no listen, win win, baby. Transformers bringing money, but I'm saying like each movie takes listen, a longer time. Do you want to bet on, on the Patriots or do you want to bet on the Arizona Cardinals? Well, that's not what which this one. One got is, low. Okay, okay. You put a low amount of money with a great return, or one with a large amount of money with a large return. Okay, you're exactly right. The Patriots though would be the Saw franchise because your returns would be a smaller. Because all of Vegas knows the, that the Patriots win. But you got to put up more money to make more money. Right. So you could bet. You're not gambling. You could bet $100 on the Cardinals, and you would win $400 million. It's not gambling. $400. It's not gambling when you put money on the Transformers. Oh, my God. It's not gambling at all. I can't stand you sometimes. It's just always good. It's always a winner. Right, just move on. It's this the is lock. ridiculous. This is the lock of the, the century. <laughs> Investing in the Transformers movies. I, I can't stand This is Joey Savage and Earth Thing Radio. I've got my lock of the century. Uh, my, in Transformers. My, my, what are they, my lead pipe lock my of the week. My lead pipe lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you call those numbers, I wonder if they give everyone different locks. Well, no. If you remember, what was the movie with Matthew McConaughey and Al Pacino? I don't remember. Uh, where Al Pacino runs a sports betting website, but he's not a better himself. He runs like the bookie phone line is what he's he like runs. like the sports version of Boiler Room? Sort of. And essentially, great. essentially, what he what he tells Matthew McConaughey he, that they do on the low end is, if you get a hundred people to call in, you get fifty of them one winner, fifty of them the other winner. The fifty who won call back next week. You give twenty five of them one winner, twenty five of them the other winner. The twenty five who won now, you've given them two free winners. From here on out, you make them pay for winners. They will bet with you for life because you won them two in a row for free. Right, so bet on the Transformers. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about uh, this Marvel Avengers movie coming out next year. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Ladies and gentlemen of Nerd Thug Radio Listening Kingdom, let me tell you about my friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. You cross Robinson Road away from the Woodlands Mall, and you will wind up at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, the family-friendly number one place to go to get your game on. They got Dungeons & Dragons going on nightly. They got Friday Night Magic. They got a Vanguard and all kinds of great games. They have demo games. They have a knowledgeable staff. They have family-friendly atmosphere. This is where you go. 
Ooh, I'm so excited. This is where you go now that summer is over and school is starting. This is where you go to get your game on, okay? They got all kinds of board games, anything you're looking for. They got all the different guidebooks for Dungeons and Dragons and all the different role-playing games. They got different Star Wars. They got everything you could possibly want, need, or look for in a gaming store. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. Satan Earth Radio sent you, and you will get 20, 20%. Is that right? 20% off your ticket. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm oh. the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Ned. You know, you surely say I'm the talent, Corey DLG. That's yeah? what your business cards say. That's true. Hey, I need I, I left those with you. I don't know where they are. Then that trunk, eh? Uh, you listen to us on Connor's FM 105.5106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. So, this is the end of the segment. This the is episode. the end? Yeah. This is cool. the end of the segment. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Cut it off. We're bye. done. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. We bring you 10 minutes of bye-bye. But before we do that, let's talk about our friend BMAC at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Q Corey. Oh, is that me? Oh, okay. All right, cool. Uh, points, yeah, Space Kids. to the sky. <laughs> Space Kids Gaming Gaming is the place to go to get your game on. It's right there in Oak Ridge on Robinson Road across from the Woodlands Mall. Uh, they got Dungeons & Dragons going on all the time, every day. Uh, make sure you check the Meetup app for different games They and play stuff. Transformers on Tuesdays. They, oh, do they? Is that the new announcement? They got Transformers on Tuesdays? Transformer Tuesday. <laughs> Transformer Tuesdays. Tuesdays. That's a good way to go, B-Mac. Friday Night Magic. They got the Weiss... Devushiba, Schwartz, um, Vine Garden, Vine, <laughs> Vanguard, there Wild West Exodus. Uh, Wild West Exodus for. is the big one that, that he's pushing now. Uh, there's a lot of stock of that. Hero Clicks is obviously the game that we love to play, and that's there. Um, it's the only game I'm good at. That's why I play it. I mean, that's, that's fair. subjective. I am good at it. Um, yeah, he topped a lot of events. <laughs> I topped every event. He did. Every event, every every every, every event shootout. that's ever existed, yeah. every shootout event that we hosted, I I'm topped. gonna I'm gonna move on for BMAC. I went I'm top four gonna, twice, top I'm eight. Just, I'm gonna move on for BMAC. This What's is for I, think BMAC. I even got third. This is for BMAC. This isn't about you lying. I got two maps. This isn't about you lying to the listeners. This I got is about two maps BMAC. and a pin. Um, so good. make sure you go by Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. And what you really need to know is they have a family friendly staff. It's a great place to go to enjoy. Uh, like if you got the kids with you on a Saturday afternoon. You go to Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. They got a bunch of demo games and so stuff. What you're saying is, if it's your weekend with the kids, take them to Space Cadets right. Gaming. Right. It's your weekend with the kids. Or and Wednesdays, they do stuff too. And your girlfriend won't leave the apartment. <laughs> what you do is you go to Space Cadets Gaming Gaming while she cleans or something. I don't know what's going on in that story. Well, that's, that's a bad story, Claudia. Um, that is a story I feel like happens a lot on the weekends where it's. I'm like, going to take the kids to the babe, gaming store. So babe, you, you have to. G- I have the kids this weekend. You have to go. You have to you go. You can't spend the night this weekend. I, I, listen, I don't want to hear from their mom that they met you, and then there's a thing. If you go to Space Cadets Gaming, <laughs> gaming and you mentioned Nerd Thug Radio. You, you get, get 20% off the highest ticketed item. No, the whole, uh, the whole, whole thing. The whole, the whole kit and caboodle. I'm, the, I'm so bad at this today. Yeah, you're not very good at this game. Um, you know what threw me off. Q Corey. You lost my you lost my cards that say I'm the talent. <laughs> he lost his talent. You <laughs> lost your own cards. I, I put them in your possession. I don't remember that. Uh, so anyway, come with us and hang out at Space Cadets <laughs> oh, Gaming gross. Gaming. Uh, we always go and have a good time there. You should too. Check out the demo games. Find something you enjoy. Play it with the kids. Family friendly. It's the place to go. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. They got a big remodel coming up too. They do. They're about to open up a ton of extra space. Which is awesome. Yeah. So the biggest event of 2019 will be Super Bowl. No. WrestleMania. Nope. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Oh, okay. true. That will be the biggest talked about thing in the nerd world all 2019. Probably in the normal world too. Uh, it'll 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 own the media cycle for a solid three days there. I think solid three days, solid three months. Let me ask you this question. This is the other cinematic event of the, of the yeah, decade. Yes. Right. Let me ask you this question. What's the question? Who they always what like to throw in some, some weird stuff, right? They okay, surprises. Okay. Do you think there are any characters that show up in this film that uh, will surprise people? The other Sorcerer Supreme from Guardians Two. <laughs> You know, if James Gunn hadn't been so adamant that all, like, essentially everything he's doing is separate, I think that could happen, and that'd be interesting. Um, I... Th- Nova? No. Y- you know what? You know that what would be, be cool. It though. would be cool. You know what? Uh, Captain Britain? Dormammu. Here's, here's the answer. Here's the answer. 
Based no. on how Captain Marvel goes, right? There's an opportunity for them to introduce a concept or a character like a Dark Hawk or something like that that they could then that you wouldn't expect to see, but at that point they came out in Captain Marvel, so you know it's going to be an Avengers kind of thing. So no Captain Britain. I don't I don't think you're going to see That'd be cool. Young Avengers. Man, that's a because you know who they, they what's that kid that played uh, in Iron Man three the little kid yeah like he's on the cast list for this movie and they also they've got some other people they recast um, Ant Man's daughter as like a, as a teenager now yeah um, that's a possibility so Moon Knight shows up no Nova no I think I think if any of them he have keeps a chance saying Nova because he wants it to come I know back. I think new I think Nova or a child version of Vision okay. Viv Vision, Viv Vision, because that's one of those characters that's really hit it off. Yeah. So I think that's a possibility. I was reading this article um, that was very interesting this week, uh, and it was talking about who you know what Marvel needs is a big villain. That's what they they go off of, right? Okay. So they're like, who could be the next big villain of Phase Four? Who's the big bad? And they're making a very hard case that it very well could be Norman Osborn. As the new big bad in these team up movies moving forward, how do you feel about that, Corey DLG? I think it'd be interesting. I think, I think you got the Dark Avengers, right? I mean, exactly. He, he took took over Shield at one point. He in the comic books he placed himself in a lot of really great spots that I think make it. Well, if you know, they didn't really uh, they didn't really talk about um, the. Uh, which we call it the origin of Spider-Man, really. So they didn't well, talk about that, and they purposefully they purposely didn't involve the Osborn characters, right? In Far From Home, they didn't really tell you who was buying the stuff from uh, the Vulture, right? They didn't really tell you Ant Man and Wa- or Wasp who that guy's buyer was for the right the building. Those so could all be leading to the Norman Osborn. I I definitely I definitely believe that they've. Between the Shield show and the stuff you're talking about, I think they've yeah. implied that there are other forces at work in this universe. Um, and definitely, if I'm a guy like Norman Osborn and I see Infinity Gems and I see superheroes and I see Spider-Man and the Vulture and I see technology and I see these alien technologies and Iron Man and Tony Stark, Sam Rockwell could come back. Could, and because Justin Hammer is a big deal he is. in the Iron Man universe. He is a big deal. Um, Norman Osborn, but. And Norman Osborn really, in like the comics, has taken himself from being just a Spider-Man villain to being a villain of Shield of uh, Captain. The He's almost like an anti-Captain America at right. that point. I do agree with that. He had his Thunderbolts. He had the Dark Avengers. Yeah, how cool he gets that the be? gauntlet at one point. Yeah, does he really? The Goblin King. The Goblin King. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's in a what if. Yeah, though. Yeah, but you could it, at any point you could you could you yeah, could want to do that if you want to be like about, big uh, boy. That's what's great about the uh, movies is they don't have to follow the comics per se. Really. No, and they can it, do their own thing. Well, yeah, I, I definitely think, but I think what they're going to focus on next is I think they're going to take a lot of these stories further out into the cosmos. I think space is the easier space. space. No, you could, but like the only thing they really you really know is coming. So there's a Spider-Man movie that's not you know it's. It's not directly tied in to the Marvel Universe, but it is. Yeah. Because Sony's right. involved. Right. Uh, they've announced they're working on a Black Widow movie. So how do you really take Black Widow to the cosmos? No, I think... Uh, Black Panther 2. So here's uh, the thing. Is you could with Doctor Strange right. and Eternals. Well, here's the thing is, yeah, Eternals especially. Avengers Infinity War essentially lifts the lid off the Marvel Universe. Oh, now. it does. So now you could take... Now everyone knows about everybody. Right. So Which now, cool. you so know... Nova shows up. Every, I'm possibly. I don't think so, but possibly. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I think this is a, you know, it, going back and seeing it for an additional time, you start seeing some little things and you start realizing how much effort they put into building this whole thing from start mm-hmm. to finish. Mm-hmm. Even like the little stuff of Rocket having the eyeball right to give the Thor right, so he has two eyes. It came from normal. it came from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, too. like it's just so great s- little stuff like that. You know, just that they've played up this whole time, and it's really cool. Like them. You know, when Thor finally shows up and, you know, to help the fight, and you're like, oh, it's Thor. Or, like, you know, whenever they do the little stuff and Spider-Man shows, oh, you're the Avengers. Thor talked about, oh, you know Thor. Like, right. now everyone knows everybody that there's this huge, and they can kind of, this is huge universe. I agree with that. Um, I just think, 
I think they can kind of go both directions. They can they stay could. on Earth with some guys. And, like, you could do a Black Widow movie, though, that doesn't have anything to do with anybody. It right. It would be great. It could be, a, like, a, a Wonder Woman-esque where it's, like, her yeah, origin. Just, just a, or even just a spy-based movie. Black Widow. It'd be cool if it was, like, an origin. Because, you know, they, they've got, what's his name, Bucky on some uh, some other uh, plans. Like, I don't think he's fulfilled. He's got a huge contract. Right. Like, that could be a good movie there. Yeah, that's a possibility. Maybe she tracks him down, or maybe they work together on something. So the one thing I was confused about when I was watching the um, the previews, you see the first like teaser that came out for uh, for uh, Endgame is Tony Stark, and he's on the ship, and he's talking to the helmet. Yeah. And I was like, man, how did he get he's by himself? But then when you see, you go back and watch Infinity War again, like it's, he's not by himself. He's got Nebula there. I don't think I think him and Nebula split up. Yeah, part ways. They go their separate ways. Yeah, because why would she stick around to go back to Earth? There's, Earth doesn't matter to her. I don't know to avenge Gamora. No. Maybe she goes to try to find Gamora. I don't know. I think I think it's more likely that she could at least you know drop him off somewhere. <laughs> I think they take separate ships. Man, yeah, it's probably. But also because Titan would be who knows how far away from Earth. Yeah, a long ways. So how does he even like, you know, he's like I, I got to go home, and she's like, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck getting there. Right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I can't wait for it, though. It's going to be dope. I'm so excited. I'd, it's going to make a, a bajillion dollars, and there's no telling what it does or it solves. Um, I think it's really intriguing what the Living Tribunal could show up. Who knows? I mean, who knows? What's right. so great is when you watch these Avenger movies and how are the, you know, just the Marvel Universe and how much effort they put into intertwining everything. And you look over at DC and it's like, how did you screw this up? So bad. So, so bad. Like, not even close. If DC was half as good as Marvel, they'd be awesome. And they're they're uh, they're negative uh, half. Right. That was like, that was, we were talking about Aquaman and... and, and oh, Water guy. It, yeah, it wound up doing good. And it's like... Aquaman. The fact that it was, everyone was holding their breath. The fact that no one <laughs> knew. Like, no pun intended. Right. But the fact that no one knew if it was going to do good or not. Aquaman is a character not well known... To the outside world, except it, except that's not true anymore. He was just in the Justice League. Yeah, but he's like a small part. But like he's got his own movie. <laughs> but everyone knows who Water Guy is. Right, it's Jason Momoa. Right, and everyone loves and, and Jason Momoa fever couldn't be higher. So like the idea <sighs> that people are just so like hot. like oh um, maybe this movie will do good, but maybe it won't. But it did. And it does great. But the fact that they didn't know which way it was going to go, it just shows that they don't have their stuff together. They don't. We have our stuff together. That means it's time to wrap up this episode 192 of Nerd Thug Radio. If you missed anything, you can catch the podcast at 6.01 p.m. today. If not, you can tune back into us Monday at Conroe's FM 104.5 or 106.1. This is the station. From 2 to 3 p.m. Or check out on the app at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget to check out Ball Control, where these two knuckleheads talk sports. That comes yeah. out next Thursday hey. from 2 to 3 p.m. Uh, so for me, the Captain Joey Savage... Corey DLG. Hold on, stop. Let's try that again. For me, the Captain Joey Savage. The talent. Corey DLG. And Ned. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs>